Cinemad. I was lucky enough to hang out with Apicha Pong Weasothical for about half an hour this year at Sundance. He was on the jury for World Cinema there and presented his new film, Cemetery of Splendor. He's played every important film festival with features and shorts. He's had some success with releases in North America, uh, but he's also built up a nice sort of cult audience, whether it's from his first feature, Mysterious Object at Noon in 2000, or his later films, Syndromes in a Century, from 2006. Or from the relatively big art hit, Uncle Boon Me, Who Can Recall His Past Lives, from 2010. Which is actually even on Netflix. And it sports a really beautiful, great poster by Chicago artist Chris Ware. He's originally from Bangkok and still lives in Thailand. But he also went to the Chicago Art Institute, and he's known by friends as Joe. I think this sort of displays kind of the great way that a Pong straddles multiple worlds. He's got that really interesting place in the movie world within art house theaters in America and Europe. And he plays in museums a lot with his films, but also many video installations. But his film style, while it's really artsy and surreal also feels completely realistic. Uh, he has a lot of non-actors in his movies, films almost always on locations, but he's got almost a blue-collar version of surrealism. Or maybe he just recognizes the magic of the world that can happen to us every day in a real routine way. Hopefully you don't mind the sort of rough sound from the recording, or how I stumble trying to remember things from his work as I was in the middle of a festival with very little sleep. Pichapong is incredibly modest. He's essentially a movie fan that's taken a very specific rhythm for his own films. We talk about that as he also talks about sleep, dreams, and movie runtimes. Are you at a point in your career where you can go out and just get a film made or does it still take some time to pull all the pieces together between financing and crew and cast? Um, it's hard to say because before uh, each film, the time between each film was two years but now uh, after Bunmi, like three years, four years uh, I think partly because I've been enjoying working on other things like visual arts um, and racing dogs, demanding, yeah, 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 these dogs, and yeah, I, I think it's it's maybe the most is the artwork, and I enjoy it very much, and I think they feed on each other, the film and the art. Um, yeah. Do you find different outlets then? I mean, obviously, you've been lucky enough to play Cannes and some some great film festivals. When it comes to the art world stuff, do you have to find a whole different trajectory for people to see your artwork? Yes, it's more about this uh, gallery system or invitation from uh, Biennale or yeah. 
So they they come in various forms, yeah. mm-hmm. more more complicated than movie, I guess, in terms of how to show them and yeah. Um, but producing them is a, on much less scale for me. Yeah, in movie it takes a lot of time. Um, have very good producer who really patient and really give me a lot of freedom. Yeah. Well, I I love the installation that is you in the back of the truck. Is it Empire, or it was the is a multi screen or, or, or uh, short I saw it when it was at Red Cat in Los Angeles, ah. and I think you had multiple installations, but that might have only been one big screen. And the guy is dancing yes, in the it, back of the truck. It was called uh, Unknown Forces. Unknown Forces, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was uh, four screens. Four screens. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I just loved like the purity of that. It looked like you were just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, and the sound is like a discotheque. <laughs> When you're doing the installations, you take a lot of time for the setup, or does it become more naturally? You you have another one that is where we can see the film set, and we can see the lights, and we can see everything going on. But your camera's back, so you can see everything. Right. It. Yeah, it's like making film. It's the same crew, the same technician, people, and same lab, for example. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just different, different uh, in the spirit. Yeah. When you were growing up, did you see a difference between what was considered art and what was considered like a movie, or did was you just creating in general? I don't know much about <laughs> art. To be honest, growing up in Khon Kaen, this, this town in the northeast of Thailand. Mm-hmm. I just uh, very interested in movies, and especially the horror films, because that's uh, available on VHS. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> we have to go to someone else's house that we don't have a proper shop for to rent. Oh, really? Then, like yeah. video stores? Yeah. So that is uh, some house like rich guy who had collection of lots of yeah movies and mostly. There are uh, series from Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and you know I I watch a lot of these series uh, with Cho Yun Fat and all this. Um, yeah, they, right. they were back then. Was it like was early, a, like the Chinese Ghost Story series too, or was that later? Yeah, it's even before that. Oh wow! Yeah, on uh, it's TVB from Hong Kong. Right. And uh, with that, there there were B movies, slashers. Mm-hmm. Um, Like Halloween or something uh, that is more, more, more. Um, I don't know. Sort of low, mainstream. low, low oh. production. How yes, you? sure. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of effects. Right, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, these movies. Yeah. And at the same time, I enjoy a lot of movie um, in the in the theater that we have. Um, looking back, there are several theater, five or six theaters, oh, wow. big ones, and showing uh, Indian movies, Chinese, Thai, mm. so a lot of varieties more than now. Yeah, and it wasn't with, because your films appeal to a European art audience so much, but you weren't seeing that growing up. Yes, I did, but later mm-hmm. when uh, th- I went to Bangkok. And discover some <laughs> new stores, and you know, so uh, 
the the shop owner recommended me this that and this and yeah they so had more was, traditional video stores there yeah and then the, you know start to see uh, a little more challenging movies like uh, from Woody Allen from Fellini and I really love the movies these I, I start to feel that uh, very passionate about um, I don't know maybe because of the music I like music in Woody Allen and in Fellini uh-huh. uh, Rota uh-huh. and yeah and then did you feel like it just made sense sort of to tell your type of a story but in a movie way because obviously everything you've done is so original although Mysterious Object your first one is is a unique sort of not like uh, a um, not like a trick but a form that you choose doing the exquisite corpse right no I at that time I really like to be part of uh, film production uh, mm-hmm. that when I was let's say 20 mm-hmm. I want to make a movie like Spielberg uh-huh. or Woody Allen and um, and but at the same time I have a conflict because I don't like people I don't like to be around people um, <laughs> but I know I love movies so um, and you I'm, didn't like maybe like a big crew wasn't not what at all I, I really introvert so I, I just do my own <laughs> drawings and just imagining thing, and at the same time I study architecture. Oh wow! Yeah, and I studied that for five years in Konkan University, mm. um, and then I uh, went to Chicago mm-hmm. to the Art Institute. To Art Institute, uh, accidentally, oh, I yeah. think, because I thought that all film school were the same. You know, we're gonna be taught about camera and directing and so like right. but I was lucky because uh, then I found this experimental films um, mm-hmm. almost the last stage of experimental film culture you know yeah. uh, when we still worked on c- celluloid on film mm-hmm. yeah that's before video and yeah. so I, I knew nothing about video uh, when I was studying uh, Movies and so I was introduced to uh, Andy Warhol, Stan Brakhage, Maya Darren. Mm-hmm. So I was in love because oh, this is it because you'd be able to work alone. <laughs> yes, in the dark room when you're super eight or sixteen, and so I really. Uh, it's you, like I was hungry. I was just eating these films. And you probably saw some performance video art too, right? From no. The 70s, 90s? Oh, no, not no. at all. They were in separate floor. Oh. And <laughs> it right. was a. I, I, and it was complicated because mm-hmm. at that time I took some video class and it was in, uh, in a different format in Umatic. Mm-hmm. And the sound is real, real to real tape, and I found it very complicated, and I found film very easy because it's just mm-hmm. film and light, and yeah. So I I wasn't into video. Mm. Mm. How did you pick Chicago though? Because it's the latest uh, deadline that they have. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> so I was busy in Thailand. It was just the latest one, like in the calendar year to yeah. apply for. Uh, to send the portfolio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was in your portfolio that you sent them? Architectural stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, 
I I like movies, so I designed a film studio, uh -huh. and it was so great to learn film by designing the facility because mm. I went to laboratories mm -hmm. in Bangkok to to do research about how film are made. So after production and then uh, post production. Mm -hmm. What kind of space you need, you know, what kind of machine you need to go to what process right. of film developing. Mm -hmm. So with that, you know, I, I think I know a lot about filmmaking through architecture. Mm. Yeah, but but still, I study uh, a bachelor degree for a year uh -huh. before moving on to a master. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the master's was in film then. Film, yeah. yeah. So, do you still do you still take a lot of time, or do you have a lot of control over some of the artistic direction? Then, like, like the like the monkey uniform or the suit in Uncle Boon Me. Do you spend a lot of time yourself with how that's going to look? Oh yes, yes. I sketches and I mm -hmm. um, yeah work really closely with all the department um, because we work in a small team and mm -hmm. and it's still uh, difficult to explain even though it's, it's, it's much better than the beginning mm -hmm. but now still I have to draw or to explain uh, less though than before right but now my art director kind of synchronized with mm -hmm. me what I like what kind of tone or color and so, mm -hmm. yeah so it's also your idea to have like the glowing sticks and cemetery splendor near mm -hmm. the beds those giant sticks. Is right. that something you thought up when you were thinking of the story? Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah. That's great. It's not off of anything real? Or was it just an artistic idea? It was that time when uh, they're building a fence around my home. Uh -huh. uh, I live in the north of Thailand now and mm -hmm. just nearby the military camp. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and when the army took over the country, um, they had this huge budget and they start to build things and they, hmm. they build a big uh, long fence along the property. And this fence uh, is like a concrete uh, column mm -hmm. along the way and they have a kind of angle top. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm inspired by this. And, and it's the similar fence that you can see in concentration camp also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And then, mm. and so you're still feeling a lot of inspiration for what's going on around you for like a film by film. Always, yeah. Yeah. It's not something where you have written a lot of scripts and you're waiting to make them? Uh, yes, but, but the scripting process is about, you know, taking from these little notes I have in my notebooks and mm -hmm. sometimes change or mm -hmm. add more details. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did you have the characters in Cemetery in mind? Uh, I mean, I love the actress who has worked in Boon Me as well. Were you just trying to find something to do with her? Or did you have a character and it all just sort of came together? Because she's, she's such a unique person. That's, that's really, really interesting. It was written for her, you know, with her in mind that I originally actually want to shoot in her hometown. Oh wow! Yeah, about an hour and a half away from from Konkan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, in the end, I decide to shoot in my hometown instead oh. because it's a mixture of our memories mm. and 
uh, along the several years, we worked together in many projects, uh, mm. uh, short films and art projects, and mm-hmm. but she never featured very prominently in the feature film, like the lead, super lead actress. Uh-huh. So, so this is for her, yeah. Mm-hmm. And did she enjoy acting? Did she want to do it, or did you kind of know her just from? She friends? said thank you to you know bring this money to her, <laughs> like an income. She just she just she's not an actor, you know. She right. she she was before as ex- an extra uh-huh. in movies until we met um, and worked together for a while, and then she had accident, motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Um, even though the people still want her to be in their movie, she refused because she oh. was uh, embarrassed about her legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And then, well, and that's that's amazing because you have her without her uh, without her coverings on in this one, right? Yes, yes. And what did she feel? She just trusted you enough in the film in order to do that because that's such a special moment too. Well, we had a a connection that is the question didn't come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, because before, you know, a few years back, I was working on um, an art project that is her, this leg of her is even more exposed mm-hmm. um, and manipulated mm-hmm. because I, I put more metals in, because uh, her, the process of uh, recovering involved a lot of, um, sometimes it has uh, operation and have metals yeah. sticking out and also... Wow. So what we do is almost like record the changes. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And she's comfortable with that? Yes, yes, because uh, she's, I don't know, we, we we trust each other. I mean, I didn't ask because uh, when we talk about other things, mm-hmm. it's also very personal. So this kind of thing is really little for her to show and yeah I was more actually concerned about revealing her story rather than her physical appearance because I know that she would be uh, more reserved about telling about her love life mm-hmm. yeah so we talk about that and and she agreed yeah mm. so a lot of the stories come from her personally yeah yeah mm, that's right yeah. And were as anything about the soldiers experience something that really happened or just a really magical idea you had because it's so it's so nice when they wake up <laughs> and talk and try to enjoy life before their head goes back into the <laughs> spaghetti <laughs> yeah it was from mixture of many things because i i love sleeping <laughs> for the past years is i get older and all these things and, and it's it's really enjoyable and you, i, I you love do you take naps no i just sleep long <laughs> hours and I wrote down my mm. dreams, mm. and some of them appears in Uncle Bunmi, and some of them in the installation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I found it very fascinating that um, that it can be connected to movie. You know that when when I study about how we dream, how our brain function during that time, you know, mm. it's like a cycle of uh, different wavelength of, of sometimes is you know REM or mm-hmm. whatnot is in four stages, mm-hmm. and each night we go through 
different uh, this cycle of stages, and each cycle is ninety uh, minutes. Mm. So that's cinema length. That's right. And so yeah. I think for sure, you know, the 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 length of movies evolve from this biological thing about sleeping and dreaming. Yeah, because it happened naturally. There were so many different yeah. ideas at the start of film. Yeah, and so many short films before they even figured out a feature. No, but I I feel like after ninety minutes, hundred minutes, our brain has enough of mm -hmm. this dream. Mm -hmm. You know, in the dark. So right. yeah, so I I found this connection beautiful. And yeah. It, yeah. But wait, I think Cemetery is one hundred and ten minutes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> cannot help myself. But no, but I, I really feel like I want to to uh, make audience feel this sense of uh, dream or mm -hmm. or confusion, whether you are dreaming or you awaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have such a you have a strong fan base, but of course, in this type of art film world, even if if Europe appeals to you it's fleeting it's big in certain areas and not in other areas um, have you do you feel like you've grown an audience for your films I'm sure that's not super important to you but you want people to see your films we talked briefly before when, when I said I saw it at Cannes and it was mm. what did I say <laughs> well I, I said because I said um because I we saw it at the at the Bunuel I think so it was like 1600 people and of course I arrived late because since I live in America, I can always arrive late to an art film and still get a good seat. <laughs> so even if it's packed and it was sold out, huge lines, 600 people screaming for you like you were Mick Jagger, like screaming because you went up on the stage and people were clapping so hard and so happy to see your new film. It was so touching. It was, it was uh, I think, the best experience. Yeah. I mean, the first one is the best, uh, Blissfully Yours, but this yeah. one is... Um, no pressure at all because it was not in competition. Mm -hmm. uh, you didn't have to dress up. <laughs> no, no carpet that you know all right. these flashes. And, and I feel very good because because you know, I don't like people. So so this is very uh, relaxing time, and I'm really excited. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, because it doesn't happen well. So when I told you that before. That's I was I was so happy because it was the first time I had come to Cannes and it was like such a great audience. And then you were like, it doesn't really happen in other places, mm, mm. <laughs> and it's rare. Even in New York, Los Angeles, maybe Paris, there is a stronger following, better crowds. Um, I don't know. I yeah. never open. I yeah. never follow the movie there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mm. feel that? Um, do you get feedback from audiences ever on your films, any of your movies? Yes, through emails. Mm -hmm. Oh. And it's uh, so fascinating sometimes, especially from someone who who not a filmmaker who, or someone who doesn't really uh, a film buff, let's say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was in... Hmm, let me think. Uh, I was in Norway. Mm -hmm. And this guy... He was in the audience and he said that he watched a lot of my movies. Um, why he uh, kind of sick, he was down with cancer. Mm. So my movies for him uh, brought something, you know, a, a kind of connection. Mm -hmm. wow. And 
that that's the best you know that that the movie can can relate yeah yeah and and somehow be a companion yeah. of people yeah and also there are group of film uh, no group of doctors in india uh-huh. and i went for uh, for a festival uh-huh. and they came up about five or six people they all love movies and but they are doctors and they like my movie so i say oh it's this must be a connection <laughs> with cemetery uh that's with uncle bunmi but oh, really? but they know all the films oh, really? yes and we kept in touch uh-huh. and one of them especially uh wrote to me hey should i continue you know another study of doctor you know to be a specialist right or be a filmmaker because I like to make film he said oh. oh I said don't be stupid you know just continue <laughs> your doctor thing <laughs> and he did you know so oh, wow. and then he made also make movie really along the way and I think last year or no two years before his short film was in Cannes really yeah so I'm so proud <laughs> I'm really happy <laughs> was it an artsy film or a more sort of artsy movie? film artsy yeah yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, he was from India? Yeah. He made it there? Yeah. That's so nice. And then do you now, having this this career of films, has working in Thailand changed for you? Or you sort of keep it the same? I feel that I have done a lot already. Exploit mm-hmm. a lot of my memories. <laughs> right. I feel like, oh, I maybe did Because when I come to festival like this or other places I meet so many people mm-hmm. you know and it's a very curious uh, there's a curiosity of hey what about working here or working somewhere and mm-hmm. yeah uh, working in another country different landscape yeah. and um, I mean to create new memory yeah you must have gotten offers to make stuff in Europe not much but yeah. some but not much I mm. mean I mean there are a lot of commission for short films. Uh-huh. Um, Do you like doing that? Uh, yes, but but if you, uh, I have to look at the 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 the, the, the condition and mm-hmm. subject. Yeah. Is that more but like they suggest a subject to you or a theme? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but. I think I can get away with many yeah. <laughs> things. It's so open anyway, but I I think my heart is still with the um, with feature. It's a very challenging, mm-hmm. but short film also. But uh, it's more of a rhythm that after I've done a feature film, mm-hmm. I feel an urge to make a short films. You know, because mm-hmm. the process is different, and I don't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. It feels like. Um, Playing piano or a music instrument, you know, mm-hmm. you know. So after feature film, I really need to gather some idea and make a short. Even no commission, I have to make something short. Or right. after a while, and then I I want to make a long film again. Right. So Are your films shown in Thailand a lot? Are they known? Not a lot. They mm-hmm. start to be on cable TV now. Mm-hmm. Oh um, wow! But. For short film, no, not, not mm-hmm. much. Because I feel like even Uncle Boon made the way 
you know, Americans see it, it's such a faraway land and things are magical and then the way you tell a story, which is with a different type of pace and timing, is even more interesting to us, mm. you know? And then, but I wonder if, like, people that know maybe the area and know, you know, from within the country, I feel like there's still something they can see and learn from that. Yes, I think there's so many similarities everywhere you know there's a special group of people who follow the work especially students mm -hmm. film students and sometimes you get something like doctors like I mentioned but uh, in Thailand I have this uh, man who works as a rice in the rice mill oh wow yeah and he's in Konkan and he follow my work and you know so this kind of thing is um, it's, it's just that we are a very small country Mm -hmm. So we have a smaller uh, group, yeah, mm -hmm. follower. Yeah. And do you still follow some of that more mainstream Hollywood work, like when you like Woody Allen stuff, or do you feel like have you connected more with European stuff? No, I. If I have a chance, I always go to see Hollywood movies. Oh yeah. Yes, <laughs> but for Woody Allen, it's it's quite hard to get shown in Thailand. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we show sometimes only in Bangkok, for example, but I don't live there. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I I just love Hollywood movies for it uh, for the special effects. Oh yeah, and I I love. I think it's uh, it's from my childhood that I, yeah. I that's the first thing that draw me to movie. Right. Yeah, still does, and but that's entertainment and that's mm -hmm. imagination that I really admire. Mm -hmm. You know, but. When I make my own movies, I don't, I, I don't know how to do that, you know, that mm -hmm. in the Hollywood uh, style. But because it's my memory, right. it's my my rhythm, uh -huh. and I feel that uh, we spend so much time um, finding money. Mm -hmm. So each film is not easy to make. So I feel like each film that I make, I I feel very it's very precious. Uh -huh. So I have to be very meticulous in terms of uh, the the pacing that it has to fit to translate precisely how, how I live. Yeah. Do you feel? Do you have that pacing, that very unique pacing uh, within the script, though, when you start, or do you feel it out a little bit when you're filming? Because mm, you'll have some of the films. Obviously, I mean, blissfully yours. When do the aren't the opening credits like about an hour into the film? <laughs> Yes, uh, that was from editing. That was from post production. Yeah. yeah, because and that was a big lesson because I then believe that the film will tell you, you know, mm -hmm. in all process, including the editing, what what it wants to be, mm -hmm. the form. Mm. Yeah, because that's an unusual choice to put the credit very far in. But it's not so shocking. Yeah. I don't think so. It's uh, I I don't do things for shock, but just for that it feels right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, yeah. So you haven't tried effects, special effects. The suit of the uncle because I, I was revisiting Boonby and I had forgot how <laughs> good that suit looks. <laughs> I mean, the monkey when he comes in and he has the red eyes glowing. That's the beauty of uh, cinema because yeah. <laughs> in real life it's it looks so fake. <laughs> But with the lighting and with the, I think with the film we shot on Super 16, oh, yeah. it softened a bit and it, uh, it turned out, yeah, great. But the face is pretty good, though. 
When you had close-ups, I thought it looked pretty good. Do you feel that still with it's lighting? lighting? It's lighting, it's yeah. lighting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the magic. Yeah. Are the eyes done later, too, the glowing eyes? No, no. Uh, the rule is to, to try to make, you know, just mm -hmm. there like in the old days, mm -hmm. you know. So it's the LED light. Oh, sure. And the ghost wife. Yes. Also not uh, CG. It's something that we shot uh, through a mirror. Oh, really? Uh, glass, sorry. Glass. Yes. Uh, reflection. Uh, so she's actually over here? Yes. And then... And then later she comes in full. Yeah. Maybe in a later yeah, shot. Yeah. It's so old school. It is very, I mean, in the end it's cheaper to do by computer. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Uh, because, you know, to set the light and to have, and the, it's a wood house. That, mm -hmm. So it's really sensitive. A uh, little shake and this glass shake. Yeah. Yeah, it can affect the movie. The, yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's such a nice connection because if you study old Hollywood and you grow up with movies, you feel, you learn how they do things with like the paintings. They paint the background and put it here and they shoot through it. Mm. But then, like you were saying, when you went to art school to see how Brackage made stuff mm. and Maya Darren, is, it's not that much different. It's just a different voice. Yes, yes. It's, it's about memory, about mm -hmm. movie making, mm -hmm. you know, like this cow uh, spirit. Mm -hmm. In tropical malady, mm -hmm. you know, we work with the special effect team from Germany mm -hmm. uh, because of the funding. And I feel that I communicate, hey, I want to have something a little flat, a little fake, mm -hmm. to to make sure that you know you're aware of this uh, effect or layer. Yeah, yeah, this kind of thing. Because I love those movies that I grew up watching. Yeah, it feels more special when you watch it. Mm. You can tell it was done for real. Or with care, I think, is the difference. You mm. made it with care. So, How did you get the name Joe? It's from Thai. Uh, oh. For us, we have such a crazy long name. And yeah. <laughs> so every everybody has a nickname oh, really? from birth. Yes. Uh -huh. So my nickname is Joey. Joey. Joey, yeah. So automatically, yeah. Yeah, Joe came up. But it wasn't from a movie, just from the neighborhood? No, just the easiest... Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind just a name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do your parents like your films? I don't think so because she <laughs> uh, my my dad passed mm -hmm. before Tropical Malady started. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he didn't see much but my mom um she was she's is still waiting for me to make a soap opera. <laughs> for her like when are you going to do it this TV series like Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we we had different preference and and sure. I took her to see Budmi when he was playing in Konkan and she didn't understand. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, yes. she's got to be a little proud because you're big in France. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure she's proud. Yeah, yeah. Is there actually like a TV system in Thailand uh, to get work? What do you mean? Like uh, you could get work making TV shows? Of course, yes. Yeah. To make a series. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think uh, for me, I'm very sensitive with image. And I'm sure if I go to TV, I will change the style. Yeah. You know, Some of them have these three camera settings, mm -hmm. like the old days. Mm -hmm. So that's really limiting and, and kind of spoil your thinking, mm -hmm. creative process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny though. Even in that one 
in um, what's the one where we can see the installation where we can see the entire set and the wind is blowing um, is that one Empire? Oh, oh the hotel rooms that oh Empire's the hotel rooms so there's mm. one where it's like people are acting but, but you're so wide back you can see the big lights and the reflectors and the dust is blowing and oh that, blowing. that's the same piece in Red Cat it's it is one, in one of the screens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Oh, so is that all unknown? Unknown forces, yeah. Oh, okay. And the truck is one mm. of the other screens. Mm. Yeah. Well, what's beautiful about that is it seems like, I mean, the fascination behind the magic of making something, yet what you're doing is very simple and beautiful in front of it. Do you, when you film, do you actually use that many lights and that, that big of a setup? Or was that more of, here is an installation of beauty using equipment? At night, uh, it depends. It depends. In Uncle Bunmi, we use a lot of um, mm -hmm. lights in the cave scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but generally, I try not to. Mm -hmm. if, if we have, uh, let's say, street lamps or some light source in the scene, mm -hmm. yeah. and especially now with uh, digital, I think the yeah. dark is getting easier to light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for doing this. Are you enjoying Utah? Yes, yes. I I enjoy some movies and yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Do you like the snow? Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to get through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank doing you. this. Thank you. Thank you. The digital was beginning to take effect It was the last moment of Winding up on a real hill. 